Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Gone Racing, VEASAN's premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gone and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. Welcome into another edition of Gone Racing. Jeff Motley, Brennan Gone. I think they said that on the promo, but we couldn't hear the promo in the studio today. So we, we are to go back to the the to, to the Wyatt, five four three two one with, the, with the countdowns. But we didn't get the countdown, and we just got the no, no. If you remember last week, last week we said, hey, after the after the promo starts, stop talking. I'll point to you guys. Obviously, you didn't hear the promo, but I was pointing. He was pointing, but then I see the tire screeching on the screen, and I'm like, well, I'm going to talk over a screeching tire. Listen, we're getting T-shirts made. Professionally, unprofessional. Exactly. We're off to, and you know what is sad, Brendan? This is All Star Week, and none of us are acting like All Stars the first we two are minutes. All Stars. What are we talking about? We're, we're the epitome of All Stars. <laughs> all right. Well, we do have the All Star Week coming up. We're all excited about this throwback to North Wilkesboro. In fact, we probably should have done some kind of a throwback thing either last week or this week. It's like all kinds of old timey stuff between Darlington and North Wilkesboro. So before we get to the All Star race, let's talk about Darlington last week. Now. I'm going to start off by a couple of observations. One, William Byron probably is carrying a horseshoe that Kyle Larson lost somewhere. <laughs> and secondly, we are talking again about the same driver who has not won a race yet this year, but seems to be in the middle of the finish of every race. So we have William Byron got the win, and of course we're talking about Ross Chastain. Uh, quite an interesting race at Darlington. You know, here's we we of course we. Everybody's talking about this in NASCAR, right? And today, since we have a a, a show with the All Star Race and betting isn't kind of the, the normal, we might do a little more, let's say NASCAR commentary today. But the problem you have with Ross Chastain right now is not that he's look. A lot of people like the aggression. You listen to NASCAR radio, you listen to shows. Look, Larry McReynolds said he did a Fox deal where he went to all these Fox networks over the week. 99% of them all wanted to know about this Ross Chastain guy. It's great for the sport. People are talking about it. The problem we have in the sport, it's racecraft. He's lacking race. He's got talent. I've said this, what, a couple weeks ago. Kid is immensely talented. He wins races. He drives the heck out of things. He's just, but he's lacking racecraft. When you wreck guys on lap 5, 50, 100, when you wreck guys early in the race, you are making enemies that will make it where you never win a championship ever. And I think that is becoming apparent to his team owner, too. Now, Justin Marks said this week, he goes, look, we had to sit down this week and have an honest conversation here. I think even Justin Marks is like, oh, wait a minute, we got a championship-winning driver. You got a, a championship-winning championship winning guy. But right now, from between the ears, it, you don't have a championship. Here's the thing. If you do these things at the end of the race, if there's 5, 10, 20 laps to go, and it's the go time, and you rough a guy up, 
at Talladega. He he put right, right, right. he I put a hole in with with right. he he wrecked Noah. Gre- I'm going to say he wrecked Noah Gregson. No, he didn't. Noah made a mistake, left a little hole. Ross took advantage. Yeah, I, I, you got. I don't hold Talladega. Neither do me. I. But but the problem is with the past history. You look at that situation and go, Ross just wrecked a, the field again. Right, because what he did to Noah at Kansas. Now that well, he didn't need to be doing. That. No, but that the point is, it doesn't matter if it was the right or wrong. Now you did it at the right time in a right move where somebody did something, but you are going to get beat on by saying you did it wrong again. So if you clear up the lap 50 mistakes, clear up the lap 100 mistakes, clear up these these bonehead moves early in a race, and just fight at the end, nobody's going to have a problem with you. Then you're Joey Logano. Nobody has a problem with Joey Logano. Does, and Joey Logano, right. listen, Joey Logano does more black hat stuff than anybody else. But it's always with five laps to but go or less. But he does it at the end when yeah. it matters, and he gets his deal, and he looks at And here's what I also like about Joey Logano. Joey Logano gets out and goes, hey, hate me. <laughs> well, I, but look, his his job is to win races. Right, right now, what did Ross Chastain do at Darlington? He took himself out. Well, and that's why the narrative has all of a sudden changed for his team owner. Oh, he cost himself. He took our own to. He gets lucky and wrecks him, and I can't believe nobody goes after him and gets him more. But the problem is you don't need friends to win the championship. But you can't have everybody in the field be an enemy. Right, exactly. Because now you go to lap a guy, championship round, and Kyle Busch had a bad day. Look what Kyle Larson did at Kansas, right? Kyle Larson having a bad day. Or Do- Dover. He's, or Dover. That's Dover. what it was, Dover. Just, but, stay, but yeah. it was because, well, it was because Chastain ran yeah, in the back of you, whoever but, it was, Yaley or stay, Poole or somebody. You stay in the way. So you need those guys to not be in the way. You don't need a friend. You just don't need an enemy. And right now, when you can take the field and you and it's shorter list to pick the guys he hasn't pissed off than the guys he has. And that even includes his own teammate. That's right. That At the end of the year, when he needs something – he ain't going to get it. You know, and one of the other little bits of controversy he was really involved in was at the end of the first stage when he basically slammed on the brakes to keep from lapping his teammate Suarez, and, and it took Truex out. And once again, it's a situation, if it's anybody else, you know what's going on, but because he's involved in his history, this is what happens. He's trying to help his teammate. He's trying to be a good teammate. Yay. And he does it poorly, makes a bad decision on how he does it, gets wrecked, and people are mad at him again. Well, let's talk a little bit about the guy who won this past weekend at Darlington. William Byron was a plus 850 to win, a plus 240 for a top three, plus 245 to win Group B, a plus 140 against both Denny Hamlin somebody and Kyle that. Larson. <clears throat> well, somebody had that. <clears throat> yeah, well, somebody might have had Kyle Larson and was not real happy with the way the somebody race ended either. Hey, we had a good weekend, Brandon. There you go. Yeah, there okay. you go. Okay, Pitker's still in last place, important out. And Chevy. Getting, getting closer but, to you. That's right. Three weeks in a row we've gained. Well, not closer to me. Don't even look. <laughs> I, I'm starting to feel like Ross Chastain. I'm getting ganged up on over here by you guys. Hey, well, well, you're, you're the instigator. What, what was that uh, football player he told us to look up? Conrad Dobler. Conrad Dobler. Yeah. And Chevy also a plus 130 to win. William Byron now is the only driver with three wins this year. He certainly has started to emerge maybe as a championship favorite. But look, and I give, and I know you like to say you got to be there. And I give William Byron all the credit for being there. But boy, Kyle Larson's bad luck has certainly been William Byron. I mean, he had, Larson had Vegas one, late caution. Byron wins. I believe it was Richmond. 
uh, looked it up. Phoenix. It was Phoenix. 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 That Vegas, was Harvick Phoenix. had that one. Phoenix. Phoenix. Harvick, Harvick, Harvick had Phoenix one, and then the late caution and Byron wins. And then Larson, I mean, look, Larson was probably the better car at Darlington, and then he gets taken out on that last lap crash there, and who's right there to win it? William gotta, Byron. Got to be in position. What do I always tell you? Got to be in position. Just like when Blaney won a cup race, you go, oh, Blaney, you got to be in position when he won the, the Roval, you know, with, right. with Jimmy and Trick. Got to be in position. Byron is in position. Hendrick is still strong. And what I liked about that, though, is at the end of the race, that last restart, you watched Kevin. And Kevin, who hasn't won in a long time, right? Kevin's hungry. But he ran very clean. There's the difference between respectful and tough and hard-nosed and Kevin and Byron ran each other respectfully. Well, you heard what Kevin even said on his radio to his crew when it was over. He goes, look, he goes, second place was better than trying to get first place and ended up 25th. Yes. You know, so I think he had big picture. Speaking of Kevin Harvick, he was second. He was a plus 400 for a top three. Chase Elliott came in third. Best run since he's come back from injury. Yep. Uh, plus 330. The guy finishes third in the race. I want to point out, it is the second time this month that I've had a guy to win his group to place in the top three, and, and I not did win. not win my group. I just want to point hey, that hey, out again. Hey, sounds like you can do bad beat story all you want. I know somebody that did win. Although, now, now, now I want to talk up some other teams. No, there, now, there's some names here that are awesome. Now, the RFK team, Brad Keselowski two comes in fourth. Again. We got another top team with Chris Busher, Bubba Wallace, another top five. That's two at, with Kansas and and at uh, Look at Darlington. this name right here, and then Harrison Burton. Now, that car, that 21 car, now, granted, I'm old, but I will tell you, there was nothing greater than watching David Pearson wheel that, that 21, at 21 at Darlington because he owned Darlington Raceway. Granted, he grew up down the road in Spartanburg there, but uh, I think that's awesome to see see the 21 car, How Harrison Burton, place? get a sixth. Justin Haley coming in there with an we eighth. Talked, we talked about him last one, week. One week after I picked him to win a group, and he Didn't totally we? wet the bed, and then this week he goes and gets a top I talked about him last week 10. that Haley, Haley was, you know, he had strong runs at Darlington, so great job to that one. That was another good one right there. He did, and uh, Kyle Busch a seventh, and Ryan Blaney a ninth. I don't necessarily know that either one of those are, are really big shocks to us. So now we'll take a look at uh, how we've been doing this year with our 2023 race winners. We mentioned the fact that Byron, the only guy with three wins, Larson, the two Kyles, Larson and Bush, each have a couple of wins, and then Bell Hamlin, Truex, Reddick, Logano, Stenhouse. We got nine different winners, Brendan. William Byron really threw a threw a big old wrench into your uh, that's a wrench plan really? there. Hold on, wrench. Come on, you so look at the these names repeat that, winners. Though. Look at the names that haven't won. Ross Chastain is tenth right there. In now, Ross Chastain is still your points leader, by the way. Um, but he is tenth in playoff standings. Hasn't won. Kevin Harvick been running top fives again every week. Hasn't won. Ryan Blaney hasn't won. RFK getting better. Hasn't won. You got Alex Bowman now out of the cutoff. Hasn't won. You got, uh, there's some other guys down there. Chase Elliott hasn't won. There are a lot of guys here, and don't forget, we still have A.J. Allmendinger and all those road races. We've still got another super speedway race with Talladega or uh, Daytona before the cutoff. That We could still get it, and and uh, Daniel Suarez, who is underperforming right now, but that cutoff line, whoo, doggy, is that going to be fun to watch? I mean, this that when we get to that 26th race, whether whether we got the winners or not, Jeff, that cutoff line is going to be super fun to watch. Oh, uh, no question about that. You know, the guy that's really 
kind of made a run here lately is Bubba Wallace. He has. And he kind of came from about 20th or 21st. And uh, we got to look there at the, our race winners so far this year. We've had 13 races this year. Seven of them have been won by double-digit favorites. So I think that's a that's pretty good for the betters. There's a great return on their investment. Absolutely. And look at some of the some of the names that were double-digit though. Martin Truex Jr. was 10 to one. Kyle Busch was 16 to one. William Byron he wins Vegas, comes back the next week. And he's 12 to one again. We looked at that member and said, what, what the, the book's got something wrong there. I mean, the guy's on fire. Joey Logano, 12 to one NASCAR champion, Joey Logano, 12 to one. So a lot of these double digit guys are huge names in the sport. Well, and one reason Kyle Busch was a 16 to one is because Talladega. of where it was at. It was at Talladega. <laughs> you, you, you really like to talk about how much he hates racing on those big tracks. So <laughs> he got it done. A win there is probably yeah, a little bit of a surprise for everybody for, for Kyle Busch getting there. So anyway, it's kind of interesting to see what we've big got money. up there so far going into this season. So, okay, we'll be back on Gone Racing in just a few minutes, and uh, we'll start breaking down our show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Gone Racing, VEASAN's premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gone and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. Back here on segment two of Gone Racing. I'm really getting the finger point hard from Wyatt on that one right there. It's like it's like he was almost like Uncle Sam, the I want you uh, point I, there. To I, get... uh, Rob Marino, one of the goats of VEASAN, said I should get a, like, a little flag. Tell you oh, guys a little green to go. flag. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like go. the Dikembe Matumbo he, finger he, wag. He could have yeah. a green flag for when he counts us in and a checkered flag for oh. when he counts us out. Yeah, Ooh, see? Interesting. Fancy. We have to put another camera on him just to show him being the honorary starter. <laughs> Okay, back here to segment two as we digress. And we were just talking about the double-digit winners. So last year before the All-Star break, we had 11 of our 13 winners were all double-digit well, odds. And remember, this is about the next-gen car is the big deal here. When The new car, which had me all screwed up last year betting-wise, but the next-gen car, it's been a big deal for the sport. And, and all the way through the regular season last year, 26 races in the regular season, 21 double-digit winners. But I think part of that, too, was because even the odds makers didn't really know didn't know either because of the new car. This year, still 7 of 13. I still think having more than 50% double digits now that we've got a year under our belt year and a half of this new car pretty remarkable which really just kind of shows the return that you can get you know by picking winners well cash and tickets has gotten tough right i mean we said that last year when you have 
When you have 11 of 13 double-digit guys, that's tough. When you have 21 of 26 races getting double-digit winners, that's difficult because it makes it where we don't, you know, makes the odds makers kind of go, hmm. And the guys that showed up, the track house teams that you didn't expect that showed well, you know, all these teams kind of had had a raise in their performance with that next-gen car. It was a big deal. Last year, Chase Briscoe at Phoenix was your biggest double-digit winner at this point at 50-1. to 1. This year, Daytona, where we maybe expect it more often than Phoenix, right? 35, uh, 30 to 1 for Stenhouse. Which is really surprising that Stenhouse was actually 30 to 1 well, at Daytona. Well, still, you know, you know I mean, it, we, we talk about how good he is there. But, but still, how about Phoenix? That was such an amazing thing last year. Phoenix was a 50 to 1 shot to win the race. And that, that, that took us, remember last year, that knocked our socks off. That well, was and that amazing. was Briscoe's first career win. And, and we really hadn't seen much out of the Stuart Haas team for a couple of years other than, you know, and Harvick got it yeah. running late last year. All right, well, let's take a little bit of a mid-season recap, if you will. Probably the three biggest storylines we've got so far in the season. Obviously, the start that William Byron has is, you know, he's got three wins already going in. The Hendrick Motorsports team, uh, these guys uh, seem to get hurt doing things other than running uh, cup races. Obviously, uh, Chase Elliott missed six races this year because of a snowboarding accident. Alex Bowman is still out. He's missed three total races now, and I believe he's going to be out this weekend as well for the All-Star race, which means that Josh Berry has to qualify through the open. That is not a car. Yep. Uh, NASCAR said that, that he, it has he's to be not, a the car is not in. And and why would you bring if Alex is even remotely close to coming back, why would you bring him back for the All-Star race? Correct. Not the race to bring him back for anyway. The Especially guys, knowing that the two races that are going to follow that, Gateway should not be as taxing on his body. Sonoma, it's a road course, yes, but it's not going to be He's quite not going to hit a wall hard if he if he has something it, go wrong. Correct. He's got runoff room and and things like that. And then of course, we started the show talking about our good old boy Ross Chastain. Reckless wrecking. Reckless is, Ross. Reckless Ross. Reckless I guess that's going to be his Ross. new Reckless Ross. I guess that's going to be his or Wrecking Ross or Ross the Wrecker. I don't know. We can a lot of alliteration going on Wreck-It here. Wrecking Ralph. Wrecking Ross. And, 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 so Wreck Re- everyone right, and leave. Yes. Oh. So we got a picture here apparently. Is that Photoshop or is that real? That's Photoshop. That is definitely Photoshop because I don't believe Ross has got the uh, ink on the right arm quite like that. Or, or he's that jacked. Who's, good point. Whose body is, is that? This, is the is WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion of the World Roman Reigns, who is also in the other uh, Photoshop photo that we did. Oh, that's this right. Year. The one, the one that you guys used to show all the time when you were champions, not down thirty points. Well, I will tell you that if that photo was online and people really thought that was Ross Chastain, Noah Gregson would have never walked over to him after Kansas. <laughs> I will give credit. I saw it on Twitter and I was like, Ah, oh, we got to use this. Going. I like it. I like it. Okay. All right. We're going to take a quick little glance at our season standings. We talked about them a little bit in our first segment, but uh, guess who the points leader is, Brendan? It's Ross Chastain. It's Ross Chastain without a win, 429 points. And you know what might surprise some people is who's in second in points is Christopher Bell, 402. The guy's consistent every week. He's got eight top tens. When you watch the graphic on the podcast, this is the playoff standings. So when we show the season standings, we do it by playoff ranking, which is what NASCAR does. But when you look at the points total, the points that that's why some of the fans complain that it's gotten too complicated because of this reason. But they still have a regular season points champion. And right now, Ross Chastain would be it. That's why we still have two different categories because they're it. They wanted to give member a, 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 a bonus to a guy that did the old school was the best racer all season. 
And so far, Ross Chastain is your point leader. And and, and that's, I guess, the confusing thing. We have the point standings and we have the standings. Yes. Because uh, I don't want to bring out Christopher Bell. He's got more top tens than anybody in in the, in the series right now. He's got eight, eight top tens. No, Byron's only got seven top tens. Oh, he's got eight, yeah. Christopher Bell's got eight top oh, hey. tens, more than anybody out here on the circuit. Now, the guy who is third in points is not even in the top ten in the standings, and that's Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick's got 400 points coming in just below Christopher Bell, but he's all the way down actually in 11th in the standings because he doesn't have a win. So you're right. That's where it can get a little bit bit dicey. It's confusing there. for people. It can be. Sure. All right, let's talk about our upcoming schedule we've got coming. We've got the week, this weekend. We obviously have the all-star race at North Wilkesboro. Don't forget to carpool if you're there. Oh, yeah. Parking could be a challenge uh, to there, to say the least. And then we got a uh, couple of uh, normal size racetracks. We got the longest race of the year, the Coca-Cola 600 in Charlotte. Then we head out to Gateway, a track that we like to say is very similar to Darlington in its layout, other than it doesn't have the banking. It's got one wide turn, so one narrow Phoenix, turn. It's Phoenix, Darlington. You know, got a lot of it, – it's a fun race course. Let's just say it's super fun to race at, at Gateway. Right. And then we have uh, – we go out to the road course out in Sonoma. I look for – in fact, I'm going to be at two of those races, Sonoma and Nashville. I'll be at both of those. So, uh, head out to the road course at Sonoma and then uh, Nashville. That'd be the – I think the – Nash Vegas. That's our third trip back to the Nashville Super Speedway for the Cup Series now, I believe. I think last Nash year was Vegas. the second one. So, that's our next five races we got coming up. But this weekend, we're really excited about going to North Wilkesboro. There's not been – a cup race there since 1996. I, I love the I love the stats that Karina gave us for this one. Oh, let's see. Since, since Bill Clinton was president, the number one song was the Macarena. Can you, really didn't need to bring that one. Can up. you do the Macarena? I am. I, I don't know if I'm proud or um, if I'm sad. Yeah, hopefully you're listening, not watching that one. Sorry, that was awful. And of course, they took the graphic down to show it. Uh, <laughs> that was not good. How about a young? Up-and-comer, the last winner at Rockingham. Jeff Gordon. I think that might have been his first at win. At Rockingham. Well, you got your mind on Rockingham. All of I mean, sudden. didn't mean Rockingham. Sorry, I said <laughs> North Wilkesboro. Oh, they're all old racetracks in North Carolina. They're all, Carolina, they're so. all there. Okay. But I like, I like, the, I like her. Uh, I like her. Bill Clinton was president, the Macarena, and then threw in a NASCAR Jeff Gordon. You know, I remember being there when I was a sports writer covering when Harry Gant went on his run of winning four straight races, and he had to pass Earnhardt to win at Wilkesboro, and that was his fourth consecutive win when he went on that streak, and that was back in the early 90s. Wilkesboro is an interesting place. It's a little bit more than a half-mile track. It's like a .6-something-mile track. So it's a little bit bigger than Martinsville. Got a little bit more banking than Martinsville. A um, little bit more out in the middle of nowhere than Martinsville, which is, which saying, is tough to saying say. a lot, and I can say that because Martinsville is my hometown. Um, and I think we figured it up. There's we, could, we named very quickly at least six drivers that were not even born. The last time they raced, they raced here. William Byron being one of them. I think we said what Noah Gregson, Justin we Haley, Noah. Todd Gillen. We had seven drivers then. Seven. So we had Todd Gillen, Harrison Burton, Ty, Ty Gibbs. Gibbs. You know, we can just yeah. you know sit it's, here. The the fun part about this is you know nobody cares about second in this race. Nobody remembers second in this race. You can name you know a hey, Daytona 500 close finish. You kind of remember who second was. The All Star race. Nobody cares. It's one million dollars to the winner. This is the place. It's at. It's now back at a short track, which it hasn't been in a long, long time. Well, it was so, in Bristol during the pandemic. During the pandemic, but this is this is a real short track. Do you think somebody might pay Ross back here? Here's my thing. 
I say no. You know why? Because they don't it get anything out it of it. It doesn't mean anything. Exactly. This is, everybody was talking about how, oh, somebody's going to di- – no, no, no. This one means nothing but uh, money. you got to do it where it hurts. That's the point. It does, it's not – yeah, and I mean I, – I don't mean hurt physically. No, I mean hurt. I mean yeah, hurt in the – Financially. In, in, yeah. in the points. I don't know. Or, to getting a million dollars taken away from you, that's a – Yeah, but here's the thing. If, if, oh, he ain't going to win. It's yeah. he, He's not going to win. He ain't going to win it, but, but this is not the race. You just go get him. Ten- you, you wait till he's got points on the line. And then you move him out of the way. And, you know, one thing that very rarely ever comes into play in an all-star race is lap traffic. This is this one's going to have some lap traffic. It, it's going to be lap traffic. And let's go through the format real quick here, just so everybody kind of knows what's going on. It's a simple format this year. It's on a 200-lap race. There's going to be a caution around lap 100. Everybody gets four sets of tires, but they can only use one set Absolutely. after lap 100, after that's, that stoppage. So that's going to be interesting. There will be a pit crew challenge is going to have a lot to do Love with it. the qualifying and the heat races. All the winners from 22 and 23, past cup champions, past all-star winners. I think there's also going to be four other drivers Drivers in the race, three from the open and a fan, and vote, a fan vote that will go in. So we won't know who those guys are to the last minute. But it's a little simpler than some of those uh, yeah, Stephen no, Hawking formulas way, we've way, had in the past. Way simpler than the last couple of years when we've had had you know inverts and and all this stuff. Try this is short track. They don't need to play all the games. Yeah, I think that's going to be interesting. And like I said, we talked about it earlier that we're probably going to have some lap traffic come into play in a short track. So we'll see how this one works out. Okay, we'll be back. We'll have some odds on the All Star race in our next segment. premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gaughan and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. Want to rewatch any part of today's show or any past show? Check out the Gone Racing podcast. It's free and available now at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. We give you all the latest news, odds, and everything you need to know to head to the betting counter before each NASCAR Cup Series race. And while you're there, catch up on all the other VEASAN shows as well. That's VEASAN.com slash podcast. I love how many times we say podcasts. In podcasts. That we're podcasters. Yeah. Okay. We're here in segment three talking about what I consider NASCAR's version of the Field of Dreams game. You know, baseball plays that game out in the Iowa cornfield. At least they did for a couple of years. And uh, I think that's kind of what NASCAR is doing here by running the all-star race in North Wilkesboro. Um I guess we could have probably just cut a dirt track out of a cornfield in western North Carolina and be kind of similar, right? Yeah, I think they kind of did that with Wilkesboro because there's more <laughs> grass growing through it than, than anything about six months ago. But we do have odds, and even though this race does not count for points, this race does have odds on it. And if you do bet the all-star race, that is your real money, so you really could uh, win some money and, I guess, go the other way. So let's take a look at it. We got four guys in single digits. Kyle Larson's a favorite at plus 650. Kevin Harvick is a plus 750. Joey Logano and Christopher Bell plus 900. Martin Trix Jr., William Byron at 10 to 1. Denny Hamlin's 11. Ross Chastain is 12. Chase Elliott, 14. Kyle Busch, 16. Ryan Blaney, 18. Tyler Reddick and Brad Keselowski at 25. Bubba Wallace and Chase Briscoe at 28. Chris Buescher, Daniel Suarez at 35. Austin Dillon at 45. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Eric Jones, and Austin Sendrick at 65. And those are the drivers who have qualified for the race. We've got yes. a number of names you may not see. Noah Gregson, um, Josh Berry, who's probably going to be filling in for Alex Bowman, Ty Gibbs, some of those folks. They have not uh, – A.J. Allmendinger. They have not qualified for the race yet. They'll have to get in through the open. Yeah, that, that's remember when you're looking at this, 
this is just it's a short field. This is not a full field race. So you got to remember you're you're going to have some guys that we don't have like a second page because it's not the whole field. The rest of the field has to come into the open, and we will get some drivers. So remember you get get the state the 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 winners from the race from the open stages will get in, and then there's the fan vote. They'll have high odds. Um, really not even worth it because I don't think a fan vote or a I don't think anyone from the open has ever won the. All that is race. not true. Really, Michael Waltrip. He won the All-Star Race? Michael Waltrip got in through the Open and won the All-Star Race. I do believe that is the case at Charlotte. What uh, about Ryan Newman? Did Ryan Newman? I'm not sure about Ryan Newman, but I'm pretty sure because I think Michael Waltrip's first win ever was the All-Star Race, it was and it was funny. Race. That was the, yes, right. And he got in through That's the right. Open because he had no That's other right. way to get in because That's he had right. never won a race. That is right. That, and Michael Waltrip did win it. That, it was the and very, it was his first I'm sitting time. there trying to remember when he won it. No, it was it was his first win because way back when. But it didn't when. count. Yes. Right. Yes, and yes, that's yes. the only way. So I do know Michael Waltrip came in through the Open. I don't know about. Why it's spouting some Ryan Newman, Earl Ross stuff back there? Maybe that's the case too. I just, but I do remember Michael Waltrip. So, Brendan, if you are betting this, and you clearly have no North Wilkesboro data points, um, if you want to try to look at another race, how somebody did somewhere, what, what would you look at? You looking at Martinsville? Are you so, looking at Phoenix? Are you looking at Richmond? No, what I what I'm doing is I'm looking at just I'm just going short track in general. Right. I'm just going to go look at at what has happened at short tracks. And that's you can you can look at the Coliseum. The only problem is the Coliseum had has brand new asphalt every year. Right. Wilkesboro. I keep saying rocking and Wilkesboro does not have new asphalt. So you got to kind of hedge what you're going to look at. But certain things, it's still a racetrack. It's still a short track and it's still this car. So just the fact we haven't raced on it. Just means there's not less data. So I'm going to look at guys like Joey Logano, won the uh, won the, the 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 LA Coliseum race, looked really well there. I'm going to look at Martinsville, look how they did there. I'm going to look at Richmond, even look how they did that because there's some banking at Wilkesboro, so it's not like it's flat like Martinsville. So I'm going to take all those things, lump them together, and say, okay, what do I got? To me, you're going to use AI to figure this out. I you could, <laughs> but the guy I like on this right off the bat is, and you're going to laugh, Kevin Harvick. Why do I say Kevin Harvick? I don't know. How many guys have raced on old, wore-out racetracks? These young kids, William Byron, he never raced on an old, wore-out. He didn't even do late models. Well, let me tell you, William Byron looked pretty good on an old, worn-out racetrack last week. Absolutely. But I'm talking about an old, short track, wore-out. You know, these guys that have the, Denny Hamlin raced all over in late models. Kevin Harvick raced at, at Monroe and Portland and these old school. But, all right, all right, I'm, gonna, I'm going to, to argue back with you on that. Okay, I like it. Kevin Harvick doesn't remember when he raced on those tracks. Like, you know who's been running a lot of late models? You, you know who has that? been racing a lot of those late model tracks is William Byron. He's been doing a lot of that over the last three or four years. He's been running these smaller tracks. I'm just telling you, Kevin Harvick has forgotten what it was like to race at Mesa Marin and Stockton 99 and some of these speedways. No. You don't forget. It's a different race car on the track, too. So. Uh, that I do believe in. But I like a Denny Hamlin. I mean, Denny Hamlin, 11 to 1. Denny Hamlin, he, he runs his own short track thing because he's the Denny Hamlin short track guy, right? Denny Hamlin, 11 to 1. Kevin Harvick, 750. Joey Logano, the guy that won the you know most of the short track stuff and, and has been great at Martinsville and places like that, 900. I like those numbers. I like those guys that are a little older, a little more seasoned behind them. You know, and a guy that you didn't mention who has – who show, shows has shown great ability to run on these old worn out racetracks and short tracks. Sixteen to one, 
Kyle Bush. I mean, look at the way he's run at the Coliseum. Yep. And look, and if we want to talk about going back to the old days, we remember him racing out here at the Bull Ring, and there's never been anybody as good as Kyle Bush on that little three eighths mile track over there. Nope. So I'm I'm that that's I'm I'm liking the old guys here. I, I'm William Byron hottest thing in the track. I get it, but I'm I'm not on the William Byron pages right here. I'm on the I'm on the the Kevin Harvick, the Truex, the Denny Hamlin, the Kyle Bush. I'm looking at some of the older guys saying I think they got the advantage. And let's not forget that they can only take one set of tires after that midway final. break. Yep. So the guys that can manage their equipment better, I think those guys are going to have an advantage. And I do like Harvick. I like Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin. The older guys do tend to manage their equipment a little bit better because they've learned. Okay, let's take a look at our top threes. Uh, Kyle Larson comes in as our favorite there on the top threes. He's a plus 175. Kevin Harvick is a plus 200. Joey Logano comes in at plus 225 along with Christopher Bell. Martin Trix Jr., William Byron at 250, Denny Hamlin and Ross Chastain 300, Chase Elliott 350, Kyle Busch 400, Ryan Blaney 500, Tyler Reddick, Brad Keselowski at 650, Bubba Wallace, Chase Briscoe plus 700, Chris Busher, Daniel Suarez at 10 to 1, Austin Dillon is 14 to 1, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Eric Jones, and Austin Sendrick all at 18 to 1. Same thing. You know, the only thing I'd add is there, there's great returns on top threes. I mean, a Kyle Busch 400, a Denny Hamlin 300 for a top three. Um, you might get me to throw in a Seabell or a Reddick with the dirt experience, you know, and sliding things around. But I still, I'm focusing. I like that Kyle Busch 400. I really like that. I really, really like that Denny Hamlin 300. Martin Truex is 250. I mean, I, I do like those. I mean, those are those are decent numbers. And remember, for today with the All Star race, I, I think we're all kind of in agreement that not a lot of things here to bet. We got some head to heads. We don't have a full complement of things. Um, have we decided whether these are going to count for us on Gone Racing yet? Did we, did we come up with that? So last year. Commish? Last year we were like, no, it's not going to count. We'll do this for fun. And then everybody had a positive. So we're like, yeah, we'll count it. So we'll I think, see. Hey, but last year last year we had group matchups. So. It's a, and it's our show. We can make the rules. So I say it doesn't count unless we do well. That's true. But all three of us have to do well. Exactly. See, that's the whole thing. If two of us do really well and somebody else is well, just 66%. horrible. That's 66%. I mean, we, we, we can vote you off the island, this right? Is a, this is going to be a jury decision here. It means it's unanimous. Well, at least 3 We have a three-person jury. Got to be 3 and, 0, and huh? if by, by the way, I figured out three guys have won or been in the open and won the All-Star race. Newman, because it was in 2002 when they did the segment winners. Okay. And Kyle Larson in 2019. Okay. Oh, Larson did. I didn't know. There that. we go. There's our Larry McNugget for the uh, Earl Ross. No, no. You like calling the Earl, Earl Ross, Ross Nuggets. nuggets but. It, on this show, it's Earl Ross Nuggets. It's nice giving a little homage to our buddy Larry Mack, though. I don't mind giving a lot, but Earl Ross on this show. Okay. All right. Do we want to start our driver head-to-heads? You want to get into the head-to-heads, Brendan? We got about, uh, I don't know, what we got, a minute and a half to go. We'll start We We'll start our head-to-heads. Why not? So let's take a look at our driver head-to-heads. And, uh, you know, we kind of put the whole group of them up there. Christopher Bell, a plus 120. Kyle Larson's minus 140. Uh, the biggest number we've got up there on the board. Tyler Reddick's also plus 115. To Joey Logano's minus 135. A lot of other numbers, uh, even numbers, minus numbers. We do have Bell at plus 105 against Byron at yeah, minus 120. You know, one that I'm going to circle is we've seen Brad Kozlowski right now and that RFK team run really, really well. Um, but but the guys, guy he's running against has run pretty well too. But that's And that's where I was going. Is what's the best racetrack that Bubba's been on? There's one win in the truck series. His, you know, is Martinsville. He ran great at Martinsville this year. You got a minus 110, minus 110. And remember how bad Brad Kozlowski was last year and this year at the, uh, at the, the Coliseum. 
didn't make the the main either year. I I I like that minus one ten with Bubba Wallace. I can I can look at that and say, ooh, that's that's kind of a, you know, look, we're 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 we're, we're struggling for bets here, but minus one ten against a minus one ten. I like I like the Bubba Wallace bet. I'm I can do that. I also like the Kyle Bush minus one ten versus Ryan Blaney. Yeah, and I think sometimes I look at those plus lines, and I'll be honest with you, Christopher Bell. I love the big number he's getting, the plus one twenty there on on Kyle Larson. I love the plus one hundred five on William Byron. Okay, we come back. We'll tell you how we did last week, and we'll give you our picks for the All Star race. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. VEASAN's premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gaughan and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. Back to our final segment on Gone Racing All-Star Week. A little bit of a different show this week. We haven't had quite as many odds to talk about. We didn't have our favorites of the group matchups. But uh, we are going to talk just a little bit about where we are yep. for the season, uh, the odds right now. We really haven't seen a lot of movement probably over the last few weeks, because I don't think anybody's been surprised. Obviously, the guy whose numbers get smaller and smaller and smaller is William Byron. He's now down to a plus 700, where he opened the season at 12 to 1. Uh, we've seen guys like Chase Elliott's numbers have gone the other way. He's up at plus 800. He opened at plus 550. I think a lot of that uh, probably has to do with all the races that he missed and the fact that he, he finally came back and looked pretty strong last week. But let's be honest with you, he got a third-place finish with probably a seventh or eighth-place car because of a lot of fortunate things that happened in front of him. So uh, nothing really jumps out at me right now in the season standings. Yeah, there, there's, there's, a, there's three right there in a row that, that I, I just – you got to figure – they're in. The, they're going to be in the playoffs and all that. Kyle Busch eleven to one, Martin Truex twelve to one, Joey Logano twelve to one. Three NASCAR champions, three perennial Final Four favorites, and NASCAR champions. A couple of two-time champions there. A couple in of Kyle Busch, multiple-time champions. So I mean, you got 11, 12, and twelve, and they haven't moved much. As you see, the line hasn't gone much since the start of the season. They've been staying right there, but I, that's still a great odd for those three, in my opinion. I just I think that 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 those are still some value. And then Ross Chastain has dropped to 15 to one. And I think that is because so much money has been moving towards the Chase Elliott's or maybe, you know, some of these other guys that you're thinking. But uh, Ross at 15 to one, I don't think it's going to get much bigger than that. 
you want the truth. I mean, that's probably the biggest his odds are going to be. So might want to jump on that too. And I think that's the thing we have to point out here. This is the, the odds to win the championship. Do your you future. Th- that's how you head. And even if Chastain wins a race, I don't know that I'm expecting to see his numbers change dramatically. Because to tell you the truth, I think a little bit of this number is reflective of the fact that I think people realize these other he, guys probably aren't going to let him win the championship. Well, that, and that's that's the hard part is if he straightens his act up, even let's say he straightens his act up today at race 13. What does anybody have that short term of a memory? Will will they forget by then? You know, I mean, that's the hard part is, you know, maybe by next season, maybe by the season after if he if he changes his deal. But that I think that that number, it's going to be tough for him to win it when when, like I said, having friends is don't need friends, but you can't have that many enemies. So but it's still 15 to one on a, on a, what I say is a championship caliber driver um, is, is a big number. Well, and as we make a segue, Ross Chastain really cost me last week. He didn't just cost <laughs> Kyle Larson last week or cost Noah Gregson the week before, but he cost me last week too, because if he doesn't get in that crash with Kyle Larson, I win a few more of my bets and you turkeys would have lost a few more of your bets. I'm, I'm more mad at Ryan Newman. Because Newman brought out the caution with 14 laps to go by just losing it. And I was winning four of my five bets, including the two big ones. I had the 330 and the 270. I had Christopher Bell in the top three. I had I had Kyle Busch winning his group. I was there four of five. I'm texting you guys. All the, all the, you know, what's going on? You got the, by the way, that's the wrong graph. We have the wrong yeah, graph. Yeah, Who put um, the wrong? Speaking of professionally unprofessional. There's the right one. There's the right one. So, to me. You won three of them anyway. Yeah, but I had the two, the two big ones were winners. And then they, they hit pit road after Newman spins. And the first thing I see is Kyle Busch and the Lucas Oil Chevrolet. He didn't just miss his pit. He ended up in the next guy's pit. I was like, what in the hell are you doing? And so now I'm pissed off. I'm like, that's okay. We're all right. I still got Seabell, and I was still winning a head-to-head. And then what was it? One to go? Chris Bell comes riding down pit lane. For and, we were, and we were texting And we were texting each back other. and forth. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I wanted to kill them. I was so I mad. Think, I think I just texted you Bell with the face palm yeah. emoji. I just I could not believe it. But I still get three for five. So not a bad week. And, and you got the Byron over Larson because of what happened at the end of the and race. So you did so gain, did, on, gain did that get, one. But I was not the big winner of the week. The big winner, we got to give a golf clap finally. To our pit crew. The pit crew. They and got Jeff, a couple of Jeff, group we're only, wins. We're only five laps down Ke- now. Keselowski finally came through for them. Uh, and Denny Hamlin. And, and talking about a guy, back, group A, where did Denny finish? 11th? 12th? Group Because some of us had Kyle Larson in group A who should have won the race. But. So that, that last five laps, I think, what was it, Truex was in group A? Yeah, well, the last five laps have cost you guys – Oh, Any yeah. weeks yeah. and cost me. Well, the this last is, five cost me again, but it didn't cost is, you guys. This, this is time. why you don't sit at the betting window with your ticket before the race is over, right? I mean, this is what's so great is we have had we have all had tickets in hand walking to the to the ticket window and gone. Oh, you got to be. Kidding Do you know me. how ESPN does those bad beats with Scott Van Pelt? I'm telling you right now, he We've could get five ones. out of five of those out of a NASCAR race. Every single week. We've had some we bad have more bad beats, I believe, this year in NASCAR. But who is the large leader in the pool? Yeah, this is like a North Wilkesboro race from 1962 when Richard Petty had like seven, seven laps on the field yep. Yep. or something right now. So, all right, we got some picks to make this week. And, well, at least the pit crew is still in last. So, we're going to let Wyatt make his picks hey, first. Hey, we're, we're, th- I, I, we're, 
the trajectory is going up for us right All now. Right. I'm All liking right. it. All right, here we go. Pit crew picks. We're going to go with Joey They made an engine change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we fired the, the crew chief. We're on like our fifth crew chief right now. <laughs> So we got Joey Logano to win plus 900. And the reason why we picked Joey Logano, because he somehow wins the first race of every, like, That's these a good events. point. He's got a good point. Three out of the four. The, the, dirt, the dirt race, the yeah. Coliseum, the, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Gateway. All right. There's this All right. Earl Ross Nugget, number two so, of the day. For and now we, we're going back to North Wilkesboro, so it's a new hometown track for Martin Truex Jr. We got him to win at 10 to 1. William Byron to finish top three, 250. Chase Elliott to finish top three, 350. And then Chase Elliott over Ross Chastain, even money. Well, shockingly, I am in agreement on a couple of picks All with right. the pit crew today. I'm going to take two winners just like the pit crew did. I am I, I like the Martin Trix Jr. 10 to 1. So yep. I'm going to go Martin Trix Jr. 10 to 1. The other one I'm going with is Kyle Busch at 16 to 1 to win. Really like Kyle Busch there. I'm going to take one top three, and it's in uh, concert with our pit crew, uh, Chase Elliott for top three at plus 350. My other two are going to be head-to-heads. I am all in on the Christopher Bell bandwagon. I'm going to take Bell at plus 120 over Kyle Larson and also Bell at plus 105 over his buddy William Byron. All right. Well, so good news is I'm hoping I don't care if you guys win or lose because I got something all across the board on you guys. I'm doing just three top threes. I don't need to hit a home run like you two. I don't need the big return on something. I, I just need to chip. Just keep chipping away. Hey, we just need you to be positive. That's all I got to keep doing. Yeah. So I am going to go three top threes, and I'm going to put my money where my mouth is on two of them. Kyle Busch plus 400, Denny Hamlin plus 300. I mean, these are two perennial guys that do well on, you know, this style place. They've known, they know how to get around these places. And then there's something about that Seabell pick that I just like in the top three. I think Christopher Bell, plus 225, um, looking at stats on the last 10, you know, short tracks. And uh, I just, I, I, I like Seabell there. Then I'm just doing two head-to-heads. I, I, I talked about it. Bubba Wallace, minus 110 versus Brad Keselowski. RFK has been running great. RFK has made a whole new world. But when it comes to short tracks, Brad K, he's missed the Coliseum the last two years. Didn't run well at Martinsville this year. So I'm um, I'm jumping on the uh, the Bubba Wallace bandwagon, and I'm going Kyle Busch versus Ryan Blaney. Uh, I, I I I just the two minus one tens look like a you know I'm I'm willing to give up the juice on that one. So those are my uh, those are my five today, Mr. Motley. And then the three of us will be texting at some point on Sunday night to decide if we're going to count them or not. <laughs> well, listen. But you know what? If you bet them and you put real money down here at the counter it at the South then. Point. That's so counting. When, well, I, here, when I, I look back at it last year, when I look back at it last year, I think the picker got plus point four. So we're like, all right, that's positive. So we'll count it for everybody. So hey, just don't you we, think we should just decide right now if we're going to count them or not? No, because no, we're professionally unprofessional. No. I think we should wait. Uh, it's the uh, All Star race. You never know what's going to happen. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know what's going to happen. I know exactly what's going to happen. Pit crew and I are going to finally come through. We're going to get that win from Martin Turks Jr., and you're going to lose four of your five bets, and you're going to have the veto. You guys said it's 3-0. and oh. It can't be 2-1. and one, so I, And, and I agree with that. That's why I think we should, okay. deci- I, I think we should decide now. So I wish, but... I wish you guys the best of luck on all your picks this week. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one week we're not rooting against each other. All and right. we didn't give anybody the kiss of death this week. We didn't give anybody, you know, we didn't put the we didn't put no. the schlepplock crowd on. Cl- in fact, over. I think the only double the, the the dual picks are the pit crew, myself. We've got the tricks to win yeah. and Chase Elliott for top three. All right, Brandon, we got about a minute left. 
Are you excited about the All-Star Race being at North Wilkesboro? I'm excited about North Wilkesboro. I'm hoping for great things there. Our girl Jill is there. We're helping out with the SMI crew. Um, I'm really hoping for a great show. Marcus Smith did it for the fans. All I'm going to keep saying is, fans, you wanted it. You better show up. Well, and I think what we saw from, like, the Cars Tour uh, event that they had looked like it was pretty good. Kevin Harvick, by the way, in the best number in the round. Just saying. Best number in the round. Was he driving 62? Yes, he was. Wow. I thought they were. That's I, Keelan's I, number. I can't believe they haven't retired 62. <laughs> but that's a story for another show in another day. <laughs> well, the 62 got retired on a few occasions <laughs> during the race, maybe. <laughs> oh. But, you know, uh, that's the kind of way it is. All right. We'll be back next week. We'll break down the All-Star Race and talk about the Coke 600. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.